Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Buckeye Country Podcast. Finally, after a week delay, we are ready to go and start producing every week. I'm here with Greg, who's back after being sick, which is why we were delayed. But we're ready to get started. Yeah, what's going on, guys? It's Greg. I'm uh, happy to be here, finally. I came down with a little bit of COVID over the week, so... Wasn't feeling too hot and couldn't record, but we're here now. We're going to recap the last week's Browns game, preseason week one. We're going to look ahead to this week's Sunday matchup against the Giants, and we're going to recap all the Buckeyes and Browns news throughout the week. Right now, the Bears game is currently... And Buffalo is up 34-6 on them. Uh, Fields has not played yet, though, so that's a good thing. Dalton has not done really much of anything. He's 11 for 17. He did have one nice pass. It ended up being a 70-yard touchdown, but it was more on the receiver than him. He threw it to a guy in single coverage who made a good catch and ran all the way down the sideline. Went yards. off the helmet, too. It did. Helmet, so, so you, got you a take that there. away. You take that away. He has 146 yards. Mm-hmm. That's nearly cut in half, and he has no touchdowns. So. Yeah, on the other side. He's really done nothing. He just threw a pick at the end of the half, too. Trubisky isn't looking too bad against his old squad, though. 12 for 17, yeah, the Bears 113 defense. yards and a touchdown. The Bears' D hasn't been much. Even in the first – I mean, they're resting a lot of guys. There's not really much playing. But, I mean, even in their first preseason game. Until Fields came in and was able to punch the board. But Dalton looked exactly the same in the first game as he did today. Yeah, halftime right now. When that ends off, we should see Fields out on the field. Yeah, I'm guessing they're going to put him in – for the whole second half, because I don't think Foles will see much. I, I, if it were me, I would just start Fields. I don't understand what the whole Dalton thing is. The, the dude has done nothing. He had one nice pass that was ended up being just a better catch by the receiver. It honestly, could have been broken up. And you take that away, that there's scoreless through two quarters, and he has an interception. I mean, I, I'm, I just don't get it. If it were me, I'd just be starting Fields. I made a TikTok a long time ago few months back towards the draft about how I think Fields is going to be the best player out of the draft. And even after last week, I think he has been. He's outperformed every rookie quarterback so far, except maybe Trey Lance. But when when Lawrence played against the Browns' backups, there wasn't a single defensive starter. It was all backups. He didn't do anything. He got sacked on his first play. I mean, I right, know he's Trevor Lawrence trash, but... did not look too good on no. Sunday. Not at all. And neither did Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson looked the worst, probably. Yeah, Mac wasn't too bad. Didn't do nothing no. real special, but Mac Jones, he didn't play I think bad. I starting Cam. So I, I think that's the smart choice. Yeah, I would at least. All right, so if we want to get into the first topic is we can go back to last week's Browns game. I have a few notes pulled up, but uh, just some key takeaways. I think Keenum played a very good game. That's actually a pretty good sign because if Baker were to go down, I think he could do a lot and still get us – some wins and lead us into the playoffs. Yeah. God forbid that were to happen, but Keenum looked pretty good. Even on the radio, I heard them talking about that. And they, I mean, Keenum's been to the playoffs before, and it was under Stefanski too. So I think we, we could be just as good with Keenum. I mean, obviously we're better with Baker, but if something were to happen, Keenum's a good person to have as a backup. I, uh, I even heard a little rumors. Obviously Keenum played a good game. He played his role. I heard a little bit of uh quarterback uh, competition for that backup spot. Kyle Laletta looked real good. Yeah, I have his numbers pulled up here. 
Laoletta, he played, I want to say, was it the second half or was it? I think it, I think it was the whole second half or he had a three. and a little bit yeah. in the second quarter as well. Yeah, he got some good time. Yeah, he, he was 19 for 27 with 212 yards and two touchdowns. And he had a QBR of 118.1. He played a real good game. I mean, Keenum also didn't do bad, though. Keenum was 12 for 17 with 115. He didn't have a touchdown, though. And Keenum didn't have the same time that Kyle yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing is, I thought... With both Kareem and Chubb out, he had a pretty solid game. He, I mean, no one... They really split up the carries a lot between all of their... Whether it be a fullback or the rookie running backs or the guys on their roster... No one really had more than six carries between five different people. But the earners had five carries for 14 yards, but he also had a few receptions too. He had a nice play on a screen that went for about 20 yards. As yeah, for you know, oh. Demetric Felton, he was another person though too that also had a lot of carries. He was uh, He had four receptions for 44 yards, and he also had two carries for 14 yards. He's also kind of like that Darren Sproles role on the team. Yeah, I'm excited for Demetric Felton. He's kind of like that do-it-all guy on the O. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do out there. Yeah, so those two definitely, I thought, looked pretty good. Same thing, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy how much depth we have at every position. A guy, guy can go down and we're set. I there. see you don't even have mentioned him in the notes, I, Davion Davis, the guy that might not even make the team, really showed out on yeah. Sunday. I mean, just the gaps everywhere. Just a big plus. We had, unfortunately, we had Carlson go down, and now Jacob Phillips, which is he's also out for the year, which is tough. The depth that we have everywhere it'll open up a lot for JFK, who had an insane game. He was yeah. the player of the game by far. JOK looked real good. Eight tackles, a sack, and a three tackles for loss, and that hit yeah. that he had. Oh yeah, and the one the one tackle for loss, man. I love that. I love seeing that. Yeah, he's gonna get a lot of time now that field or Phillips went down, and same thing with Mac Wilson. He didn't. He got hurt early, set out the rest of the game, but he's back practicing. He'll get a pretty good shot this this week too. I'll be I'll actually be at the game tomorrow, so I'll see it in person. But I'm hoping the defense can continue. I'm looking forward to seeing Mac Wilson though. I, I wish he didn't get he didn't go down in that first game. Right, I've always been a believer in Mac. You know that. You got frustrated with me at times last year for saying, (laughs) just give him some time, he'll pull through. Yeah, last year he was not good at all. No, he he wasn't, but he's kind of like that prototype for a good linebacker, like a Devin White. He just looks like he should be a good linebacker. Tall, fast, lengthy. And it sounds like he's putting on the football IQ this year, so. He came out of Bama, too, which is big. They pretty... I mean, he was fifth round, but still. And, and, yeah, everything I'm hearing is him and DPJ have been the two standouts at training camp. Yeah. Which is good. I, again, DPJ in that game, too. Where's his – here's his stats. Three catches for 26 yards. He just made it look easy. That first drive, he just dominated the whole drive. After that, he really didn't see much more time. But, I mean, he looked like a stud out there. He was the best player on the field while he was in. I don't oh, think 100%. On either team. And the wide receiver core is just – it's crazy, the depth that we're going to have – Hollywood Higgins, yep. even, he touched the field about three times. They put him in on a long third down one time, and 
he was Hollywood. He picked it up, yep. went right back off the field, and that's about all he saw. But he he proved he could do his job when he needs to be. And the defense looked really good too. Even the even with all backups, we had no starters playing, and we just shut them down completely. I know the Jags aren't the best team, but we looked like Super Bowl champions compared to this team. They looked it was like varsity compared to JV. The oh, first 100%. play of the game was a strip sack. By Sheldon Day. 100%. Hardly got any minutes last year. A guy, uh, another def- or another uh, rookie on the defense who's going to have to step up and did step up last week, Richard LeCount, especially now with the uh, injury to uh, Grant Delpit looking more and more concerning every day. Yeah. Richard LeCount's going to have to be there for the first game of the season at least, and hopefully not too many more. But he proved he can handle his own with the interception and the, and the sack. Yeah. I mean, the, the interception was kind of cheap. It was just kind of like a Hail Mary. But, I mean, he was decent in coverage all throughout the game. And, and yeah, what Delpit, that really sucks. That's, he was out for the whole year with the Achilles. He's battling back. He can't just stay healthy. Yeah, it's a shame. Every time, it's always something. Luckily, I mean, Carlson went down. He's been out. But Phillips now, too. But there really hasn't been too many big injuries to the, the main guys, so right. knock on wood, that stays that way. Any I, uh, any word on Tack? Is he back yet? Or uh, he's something does anyone even know what's going on. on with him? Yeah, I heard it's a personal problem. He's not hurt, nothing. Wow. So, yeah, no one, no one weird. knows what's going on with him. No, he's just not showing up. That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, he's not, he said he, he won't be active tomorrow. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing it'll be similar to the first game, too. Baker's they announced Baker won't be playing. Uh, obviously, Nick Chubb probably won't. Miles, There's no need for them to ever suit up. Even no reason. It's a preseason game. We don't want to see any injuries. Like I'm looking we'll forward to. Uh, hopefully, game three, OBJ will be in there a lot. A little, yeah. We got. I mean, we only now with only three games. You figure the last game they'll probably get some drives, at least one, two, maybe. Yeah, just, just, just so Delta get recuperated back into it, full live action. Yeah. And then another thing that I wanted to mention was the kickers. Both kickers were perfect in the game. Parkey was two for two, and McLaughlin was one for one and two for two on PATs. If it were up to me personally, I'd like to see McLaughlin be the kicker because I do not trust Parkey. I don't like Parkey at all. Yeah, I'm right with you there. Yeah, he just, it's a heart. He had to hold your chest every time that dude's on the field. And I don't every want time. him to come down to that and have a game winning kick on the line and have him out there. It's. And the hate that he would get if he were to miss. Oh, my God. It would oh, be worse. In this, than in this town, if he nah. missed in the playoffs or a big yeah. game to lose it, oh, in this town, yeah. Chicago's not a football town, and they got him out of there. Yeah. He it wouldn't, wouldn't leave the city. He'd be six feet under. Yeah, it would not be good. Another positive. Got some good action. Janovich had two receptions for 22 yards. And Johnny Stanton had six carries for 12 yards. Yeah, so and I love me good. a fullback. So, to have yeah. two real solid-looking ones. I mean, yeah, Johnny Stanton really good. took over that fourth quarter. Yeah. Every play, the ball was in his hands almost. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I thought the Browns looked pretty good. They were able to get the win. The last touch on the game up in garbage time was really nothing. I mean, there was a minute on the clock, so. Realistically, that was a pretty 
big win. Twenty. It would have been twenty three to seven, I believe, or no six. six, they missed. six. Yeah. So I mean, give or take the situation against Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick, we completely shut him out. He was unable to do anything. Yeah, he was a non-factor. So that looked pretty good. Right now, the third quarter has just started in the Bills and Bears game. I have that on right now. The Bills had the ball, though, so we'll see if Fields is out there when the Bears take over. But it's currently 34 34 to 6. The Bills are up. Trubisky's stat line is just being showed. He was 20 for 28 with 221 yards and one touchdown. That's pretty good showing. He looked pretty good. Now they have someone else, and I'm not even sure who that is because Josh Allen is not playing, obviously. So it's just their third string guy now. And, and now we can get into Justin Fields now that we're on this topic. In his first game, he, he played in the second and third quarter. Also, with a non factor, just like he was in his game, which is why I just don't understand why he wouldn't play from the very beginning, but Fields was 14 for 20 with 140 yards, and he had one touchdown and one rushing touchdown. Yeah, so he uh, accounted for 14 points on the board, and in my opinion, he looked better than any of the other uh, rookie quarterbacks that played last week. He had Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and uh, Trevor Lawrence, and he looked, to me, he looked better than all of them. Definitely Trevor Lawrence, definitely Mac Jones. Yeah, he outperformed pretty much all of them, and he, he, he reminded me a lot of what he looked like at Ohio State. He didn't really look much different to me at all. Just a scramble threat, a throw threat, that big arm on him. He's able to read defenses well. He just looked like a stud. I see him being very good in the future. Now they're just showing him on the sideline. Dalton is currently without a helmet and in a hat, and Fields is wearing a helmet. They just showed those two on the sideline, so I'm guessing he'll be going in next time the Bears get the ball. All right, sounds good. So maybe he'll be able to. I mean, you really—it's hard to do. It's hard to not do better than what Dalton just did. Dalton did not do very much of anything, so it's hard no. to do worse than that. Yeah, Justin's gonna come in and replace him. And uh, speaking of this morning, C.J. Stroud, the official replacement of Justin Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get into Ohio State now. Stroud was named the starter about eleven o'clock today by Ryan Day. He also released the six captains of the team. I believe it was Thayer Munford, Cameron Babb. There were a few other guys. Taraja Mitchell, I know. Haskell Garrett. But, yeah, I mean, you figure it's all just the seniors that they picked for captains. So, I'm just over this shock there. Stroud is now the starter, though. And Quinn Ewers was back at Ohio State practice. He didn't practice today. He's de- dealing with a bit of an illness. He's on the roster. Yeah, you know, no real surprise there with Straub being named the captain. McCord, he'll get the backup job over Ewers. They're going to wait on him and just let him mature behind the scenes. He'll redshirt. And he's just a, still a kid compared to these guys. Yeah, I Jack Miller, so. he's probably going to get out of town, I would assume. Yeah, I, no I, real job for him here. I'm hearing the rumors are that Jack Miller will, is looking into Arizona, and that's becoming more and more realistic now that Stroud his name, was named star, starter and McCord is the likely backup. One thing that Coach Day didn't say, though, was who the backup would be. So if McCord were to win that, which he most likely will, 
Jack Miller will most likely leave, which is not much of a shock to anyone. No, he'll look to be his own little Joey Burrow. Best of luck to him. Yeah, I mean, and and going back to last week's injury to Jalen Johnson, the secondary is still looking pretty good. That's something I wanted to bring up last week was that we're returning four of our starters in the secondary with Proctor, Banks, Ransom, and Watts. So I really don't see much of a – I mean – Jalen Johnson, he's only a freshman, too. So, I mean, I think we'll be just fine. I'm really not too concerned with that. The defensive line is something to really look out for because we're absolutely loaded on D-line. Oh, As- yeah. Tyreek Smith, Jack Sawyer, JTT, big-name dudes, highly-ranked recruits, too. I, I think we'll be pretty good on defense, a lot better than last year, which is why I personally think we'll be a lot better team than last year, even though we made the national championship. I mean, think about if you had Joey and Nick Bosa and then Chase Young on the team at one time. Pretty much what that is, because both JTT and Jack Sawyer are both higher ranked than all three of those guys. Yeah, it's so, going to be something to look forward to. Something, yeah. All and quite that. honestly, I'm not really worried about the secondary when the quarterback's not going to have much time to drop back at all. Exactly. If you're going to be worried about anything, I guess it could be the linebackers just because there's we've lost both of our main linebackers in the draft. But we have two five stars coming right in. I, it's going to be we're a, a lot like a, a, the Browns. Ohio State just has depth everywhere with young guys. Our receiving core had four five stars who, who didn't even get s- minutes last year. That's how good we were. The receiving core is by far the best in the country. Yeah, it's going to be a crazy year. AP polls came out this week. We're starting off the season ranked fourth in the country. Yeah, I feel I as if that's that. fair. It's yeah, I you guess you could make a case. You could definitely make a case to go higher, but that who I was it? Bama at one. I, Bama, yeah. Oklahoma, I think. And then Clemson three. Out. I think it was Clemson three, or maybe Clemson. That's was two. the one I don't agree with. We should we should switch with Clemson. I think. Yeah, I, I would say so. Okay, now Fields has just checked into the game. They're just showing him now. So we'll see what he's able to do. But, yeah, I mean, I think we should be at least probably three, two or three, just considering we were in the national championship. And we beat Clemson, which is why I don't, I'm don't. i not sure how they're ahead of us. In Oklahoma, still, I mean, that's a bit of a question mark, too, for me. They had two losses last year. Yeah, here grew- it is. It goes Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought Clemson was two. Which is yeah, that I don't know about that. I'd say yeah, Clemson. It's a little iffy. I, I for me, if I if it were me, I would do Bama one, obviously, then Ohio State, Clemson at three, and Oklahoma at four. I'm not sure how you could put Oklahoma ahead of Ohio State when they had two losses last year. They didn't even make the playoff. Bama at one is obvious. I mean, that's not really a debate. But Ohio State was the national runner up. I and feel like, I feel as if this is probably one of the more highly anticipated Ohio State Buckeye rosters and the, one of the most talented on paper we've seen in a while. Yeah, definitely. I, I think we'll be a lot better than we were last year. And I'd say something. this would give that 2014 team probably a run on paper at least. Yeah, from what, yeah definitely. From what we're seeing, it, we're looking to be pretty pretty good. Same thing with the Browns. The Brown, this Browns team on paper is one of the, if not the best ever. Oh, I mean, I at least the best in multiple decades. Yeah, easily. And now, yeah, I agree with what you said, though, with um, 
Quinn Ewers likely just not seeing much time at all this year. There's no real reason for him to. I f- personally think the only reason he really came was for the money. He was able to send the NIL deal. But, I mean, he's also he'll also get familiar with the offense and at practice and stuff. Oh yeah, they'll have him on the world class in the world class weight room with world class coaches, and he's gonna be yeah. looking up to C.J. Stroud, right? And right. he'll uh, hopefully he'll teach him a little bit about the game, or and uh, you know Quinn can help out C.J. too. So yeah, he'll be he'll he'll wait a while. It's gonna be a while before we see him, a few years. But I mean, when he's ready, he'll be good to go. Yeah, hopefully the hair is still there in two years. Yeah. Uh oh, another thing that I did want to mention was. Oh, the first Ohio State game is Thursday. Blue is eight o'clock start against Minnesota. And for that game, I'm going to be going live on TikTok during that game. So be sure to check that out. TikTok at Buckeye Country. I'll be. I'll make sure to make an announcement later when the, we come closer to that date. But I will be going live for that game. Yeah, I'll probably. I might be I'll in be there the as well. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Not, but now we can get into the Browns. For this week, at least, I covered all of last week. Uh, one of the biggest known things from last practice was that Troy Hill fight with Sterling Shepard. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, those pictures are sick. Yeah, they looked pretty cool. I'm not even going to lie. But I did hear on the radio that before that practice, I was listening to 92.3 The Fan, and before that practice, Stefanski made it clear to the players that he wanted no fighting. He like he he said it. I heard. I think it was he said it five times in a row. No fighting. No fighting. Yeah, so tensions now, were hot all week at the dual practices. So got a little chippy there. Yeah, that first practice looked really good for the Browns. They, I everything I heard was that they were destroying the Giants all over the place. They, the Giants were even running sprints after practice. Yeah, Joe I mean, I saw great catches sprints. by David and Joku and oh, yeah. Richard Higgins. And then who was it with the interception good. that uh, uh end practice early? Yeah, Greg Newsom had, a, had an interception and practice early one day. Yeah, and I heard yesterday too. I want to say it was – it might have actually been – was it LeCount? I think it was LeCount. LeCount had a pick, and then the next pass was a batted down pass on the D-line. And the pick – and then right after that was another pick by Greg Newsom. Wow. So Danny, Daniel Jones went – 0 for 3 with two picks. Yeah, Danny Times isn't looking too hot against that Browns D. Hopefully that'll be a recurring theme for quarterbacks this year. Yeah, the, and yesterday Baker was 11 for 11 on the day to start off the, the team drills with the Giants, so that looked pretty good. Yeah, I've got no worries in Baker. All my trust is in that, man. Another thing I wanted to bring up was David Njoku. He actually dropped his, his agent that he was with and signed with his old agent, and he made it clear that he wants to stay here long-term in Cleveland, which I personally am a big fan of. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that choice. Uh, I love David Njoku. I think he can really be one of the better tight ends in the league when he's on his game. You know, just huge frame. He has unbelievable speed for being that big. You see him, uh, he's a good blocking tight end as well, and I feel like... In the past years, all those he wants to leave rumors and all that. You know, you don't know how much of that is that old agent in his ear telling him, "Oh, there's more money here. There's more money here." So good play by David and Joku dropping the agent, and hopefully we can get him wrapped up long term. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I know Hooper's contract is done after this year, 
And I'd like to see him just – I'd like to see us just move on from him. I think he's really overpaid. He's like He was a good signing, but he, to make him the most paid tight end in the league is a bit of a stretch. He's not that Especially good. at that uh, the brown and orange scrimmage last Sunday. He dropped, what, three or four yeah. easy balls. Yeah, it was a rough day for him. He was the only player getting booed in the whole stadium. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, now that Njoku signed with a new agent, he made it clear that he wants to stay here. Yeah, and he can. Uh, he could go. He could be our tight end number one for sure. I, like I said, I feel he could be one of the better tight ends in the league. Yeah, and I hope he is. I'm a big. I've always been a pretty big Njoku fan. So that would be good to see. All right, now before we end it, wrap this all up here. You want to go through a quick uh, schedule prediction for both of the teams? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let me pull up these schedules here real quick. We could start with the Browns. We start in, uh, on tomorrow for the Browns, or we're going to start week one? Uh, I mean, preseason is kind of hard to predict. Not oh, No yeah, starters. You're right, so. you're right. But I say, I'm not still going off what we heard from practice, I think we'll easily beat the Giants. Yeah. But we'll we can start from way. week one. All right, so first game, week one, Sunday, September 12th, Kansas City Chiefs, away at 425. All right, so. It's a tough one. I like the hype. I love the hype up my Browns, but I got to be realistic. We haven't had a open, uh, season opener win since we came back from Baltimore. Yeah. And I'm dying to say that ends this year, but I think we're going to have to wait another year. I say we drop it to the Chiefs 35-31 in a really close game that shows the world that we're for real. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah that's what I was going to get into. it. I think if we can beat the Chiefs at week one, look out. If oh, we 100%. knock them off, oh my, that would be something. The city would go insane if we beat them week one. That would be big. Because you know we're going to see them again in the playoffs. Yeah, if we the knock goal. them off away there too, that would be big. But even I, a, I, even a yeah. quality loss, a very competitive yep. game, a loss, I, I'm satisfied. That's what I think it's going to be. I, I don't expect to win just being away. If this game was, let's say, week four, week five, I think we'd win then. But week one is tough. That good of a team in the first week of the season. I, I, I think it'll be a within 10-point game, maybe within the touchdown, but I'm going to have to – now, and week two is our first home game. It's a one o'clock start against the Texans. Uh, well, I'm not even going to ask you. I'm the question I am going to ask you though is how much are we going to win by? Because that's, that's a great be question, Ken. I'm uh, if all goes right, we're going to be in the stands at, uh, downtown yep. for that one, yep. and uh, I'm going to say forty-two to ten. Yeah, somewhere right in there. I. Uh, definitely a 20-plus point win. I don't even know who their quarterback is. Without Deshaun, that's what I was about to say. Their offense yeah. isn't going to be able to do much. Yeah. And uh, without J.J. Watt, I can't even name another person on their defense. So. Yeah, it's they're, they might go 0-17. Yeah. They're not good. And even even if they had Deshaun, I still say we win by 20 points at least. Yeah, he can't do it all himself. He tried yeah. last year, and uh, we beat him in that. That was the real muggy game. That wasn't yeah, too fun one to one be game. at, but no. we got it done. So, All right, so now we have an, another home game right after that is the Chicago Bears. That one's a little bit interesting. It's a bit of a bigger test, 
But for me personally, if I think if they're starting Dalton, which what they said they were, I don't see why we don't win that game. Yeah, you know, hopefully for our sake as uh, Browns and Buckeyes fans, by that time Justin Fields will be in town. Yeah. But uh, regardless, I think we handle business. I'll say Browns 30, Bears 21. Yeah, I think it'll be a bit of a closer game. I mean, the, the Bears got a few guys, but if Dalton's playing quarterback, I'm not worried about stopping them. So I agree. I'm going to I'm gonna go 24-10 for that one. I, the the, the offense will be a little bit challenged because they have pretty good defense. But I think it will ultimately shut them down on offense, especially with if Dalton's play. Now, if Fields were to play, that might make it a little bit different. That They might score. If, but I still think Browns win regardless. For week four, this one is kind of an interesting game. The next two, next three, really, are tough games. Two on the road, too. Week four is at Minnesota. Week five is at the Chargers. And then week six is at home versus Arizona. So those are three tough games. But for the Minnesota game, I mean, that one's away. One o'clock start. What do you think about that one? Uh, I think it's a good game, definitely. This will be a good yeah. – this will be the first test besides Kansas City. This will be the first test of the Browns' running defense this year. We'll see Dalvin Cook yeah, and agree. what he can do. And uh, I think it's a real close game, but I think we handle them again. I don't want to mm-hmm. give a score, but if I had to, I'll say 28-24 Browns. Yeah, I could see that definitely being a closer game on the road. Minnesota's not an easy place to play at. Those domes are often louder. But I also think we'll get the win. So both of us can agree as of through four weeks, we're both sitting, have a, the Browns sitting at three and one. Yeah, now but this, unfortunately, I'm going to have that changing pretty soon. I I am right with you. That Chargers game week five on the road, four o'clock start. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, I love Justin Herbert and uh, I like what they're doing down there. And uh, I think it's. It's going to be somewhat of a fluky game, but I think mm-hmm. we'll, they'll still beat us, but it'll be somewhat of a fluky game where we lose by too much. Yeah. And I, I'm yeah, going to it's... say they'll be the, it'll be 38-21 Chargers. Yeah, I think the ones that are coast, that's a long trip. That's, that's kind of a tough, tough stretch there. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the Browns a win for that week. But I don't know about that one's a big question mark. I, I don't even know what a possible score could be for that game. I'm going to have us down as a win just because we won three in a row at that point. So I'm going to write it down as a win, but I don't know for sure. That's going to be one of our tougher games on the year, I'd say. Now, moving into week six is a home game against Arizona. That's a four o'clock start. What do you think about that? I. Uh... I'd love to say this game will get back on track, but I think Kyler Murray and them down in Arizona are doing too much right. I think it's going to be a real good, good back-and-forth game. Probably an early uh, game-of-the-year contender, I'm going to guess, with just two explosive offenses going to be going back and forth. I think it's going to be high scoring, and I want to hope the Browns can pull it out in the end, but as of right now, I got this one as a loss on my card. Yeah, for me, I also have this one as a loss. It is a home game for us, though, which could help. But ah, Arizona's a pretty good team with Kyler. Now they have D-Hop and A.J. Green, who I've heard has been doing pretty good and somehow hasn't got hurt. Usually he's 
always hurt by this time in the year, but he's been able to stay healthy and has been doing pretty well. Now they have Wad on defense. I don't know what's going to happen with Chandler Jones. He requested a trade, but, I mean, I haven't heard much from that yet, so we'll see. But, yeah, I don't. I, I think the Browns are going to lose that one. So now you have them at – I've got him at three and three through six. Three and three and three through six. Yep, and I four and two. So okay. So now for the next week after that, is this is our only Thursday game, and it's also our only no short week. Short it's week. Our, yep, short week. It's our only home night game. Not our only night game though, but it's our only home night game on a Thursday night, and that's against Denver. I think that should be a win though. Yeah, short week. I don't care. It's Drew Lock. Give me the Browns by thirty-five. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too. We'll get back on track, one. and from here we'll keep rolling for a couple of weeks. I think. I agree. Yeah, I think we're gonna open up. I, I say we do drop that one to Arizona, but these next few weeks are gonna be a lot of wins. After that is the Pittsburgh game, Halloween at home. No chance we drop in. that. No, it'll be a good year. game because the Steelers game is always gonna be a good game. Yep. But. That's it. That's a dub for me. No question about it. And moving to the next week, Browns and Bengals. I want to say we go to Cincy. We do. Yeah. Who cares? Paul Brown Stadium. We own that place from here on out. Yep. Give me another win. Week after that is New England. I agree. Another win. Yeah, hundred percent. Easy. After that is Detroit, which might be a thirty-point win. Not yep. really much to get I'm into. Right with you there. Win, win, win. Now here's an interesting big little test. thing. Yeah. Here's the here's the big one. Baltimore at home. At, no, on the road against Baltimore at night. Eight twenty start. That one's gonna be is tough. that a Sunday night? It is. Yep. Oh, Sunday that's night. gonna be exciting. Eight twenty start. I'm gonna give that one a. Now the weird thing about this schedule is, we play them week twelve there. Week 13 is our bye week, and week 14 we're back at home against Baltimore. Really? So I, uh, I've, never, uh, I've never really seen anything like that. I've heard a lot of people uh, yeah, also say they've never seen a scheduling th- uh, type of thing like that. It's kind of odd, but. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'm going to have two back to back real good games. Yeah, I'm going to have the Browns losing the one on the road, but I'm going to have us winning the one at home. I think we'll split with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm right with you on that. It'll definitely be a split, and uh, just home team tends to have the advantage, so I'll yep. go with you there. Now, after that is one more real difficult game, I'd say. I mean, we have the Las Vegas. I think that's a win. I don't really think that's too much of a problem Right. For I us. think the game we dropped them last year was a fluke in the rain. Yeah. Nick Chubb was yeah, out. Was... We couldn't get the ground game going yep. to a couple, a couple injury, injuries to the O-line as well. So, yeah. Now, the big game, Christmas Day on the road against Green Bay. What do you think about that one? I think that's going to be a, a tremendous game. Um, I agree. I, I do think the Browns will win. I I think we'll pull it out. I, I'm not going to give a score. And uh, I'm honestly just looking forward to the game, win or lose, because it's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. After that, we have Pittsburgh also at night, our last night game. That one's on the road, though. Monday, January 3rd on the road, 8-15 start at Pittsburgh. What do you think? I think that this is going to be a real hard-fought kind of grimy game, especially 
if at this point we're still fighting for the division or a spot in the playoffs because the Steelers are not going to be, but they're going to love nothing more than to uh, take a chance from us. Mm, so if I we're agree. fighting, the Steelers are going to put it all on the line. If, we're, if yep. we have something locked up, which we very well could by this time, uh, I think it will be a little bit more smooth sailing. You know, Baker won't play. Nick Chubb won't play. OBJ and Jarvis will sit it out. But uh, if we're still fighting, it's going to be a real good game. I think we get the win on the road, but good game on over there right after New Year's Day. Yep, and that lastly is Week 18 now that they added that extra game, but Week 18 at home versus Cincy, last game of the year. Um. I don't think this one's going to matter because I think with that win over the Steelers, we'll lock something up or we will already have something locked up by then. So I don't think Miles, I don't think your big names will play in this game. Mm. I think this will be a rest game. And uh, I think we'll get the win regardless, but I don't think it will be a very important game. Yeah, this one's kind of a 50-50. It's hard to kind of predict. I'll I'll give them a win just because I think the depth that we have is all over, but I mean, it's going to be hard just because no one's going to be playing most likely. It will probably already be clinched by then. Same thing with that Pittsburgh game. We could be clinched already by then. So it's going to be tough. I mean, those two are kind of hard to predict. But I'll give us a win for that. So I have the Browns going 14-3. and Oh, let's see what I have. I have 13-4. and I think both those are good predictions. Yeah, I, I could see us being 13-4. I could see us being 14-3, somewhere in that general area. I mean, it just kind of depends. Injuries will always be a factor. There's usually always one of those fluke games where we lose or we're not really expected to lose that we always do. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. But anywhere in that area, I think it's pretty good, pretty good predictions. Yeah. Now, um, we can move to Ohio State. This one should be pretty quick for me at least. Um, let's see. Schedule, let me pull this up. Our first game is a Thursday game, which I'm not really a big fan of, but it's a, it's Minnesota on the road, 8 o'clock start. Or how do you think that one will go? Can you name me one person on the Golden Gophers? Uh... <laughs> I'm not off the top of my head right Didn't now. Didn't think no. so. <laughs> Give me the bucks by 60. Yeah, I, I agree. This, this one will be a pretty quick schedule rundown. I, I think that's an easy win. First home game week two against number 11, Oregon. Arguably one of the harder games of the year. It's a noon start. Full capacity at the shoe, though, against Oregon. Oregon's traveling for a, a long way to get to Columbus. I say Bucks win by 20, probably. I just got one question. Why isn't this a night game? That, that would be a know. great game to put at night. I, I agree. Have it on ABC. Everyone will be loving it. Everyone's tuning in to see Oregon's uniforms. Uh, yep. And uh, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Give me the bucks. Now, the next four are probably major blowouts. Tulsa, Arkansas, Rutgers, and Maryland. I, I expect 30-point wins four straight weeks yeah if it's not 30 uh each time that's actually a cause for concern i would say now in into the harder part honestly of our schedule five six seven starts at week eight it is indiana versus ohio state that one is at indiana 
and the following week is at home against Penn State. Indiana's currently ranked number 17, and Penn State's ranked number 19. Yeah, if I remember correctly from last year, Indiana was either a real close win or was it a loss? We were up big, and then they kind of started coming back towards the end. It ended up being a seven-point win. What's the quarterback's name? Oh, uh, He was real good. Yeah, him and the one-wide receiver were real good. I do remember that because it was a big cause for fear at the end of that game. But uh, Yeah, it came down to the end. Yeah, I don't think it will be like that this year. I think it might be close for uh, the first half or maybe the first three quarters, something like that, and then we'll begin Mm -hmm. to pull away. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Penn State's always a good game. Mm-hmm. But what are they ranked right now? They are 19, and we are the 19. home team that day. Is the the day before Halloween? Yeah, you know, by then Penn State they'll be uh they'll be getting up in the rankings more. I said the the see the uh to be determined on the time that definitely should be a night game. Yeah, uh, usually is. So uh, give me a give me the Buckeyes, but that's gonna be a real good game. Now Penn State has a tough test week one. They're at Wisconsin, who's ranked number 12. That's a week one game for them. So that might be – I mean, they could have one loss by the time they face us. If not two, they also have to play Indiana before us. But I agree. I think the Bucks will get the job done, and uh, they'll win that game, both against Indiana and Penn State. I, I think that might be kind of closer, but I don't expect it to lose. And now the, last, the next three after that, in order, is Nebraska, Purdue, and Michigan State. Nebraska is away. Purdue and Michigan State are at home. Uh, if everything goes right, you might get uh, a podcast from – I don't know what the field's name is in Lincoln, Nebraska. I might be getting out there for that one. There you go. So, hopefully. And yeah. uh, I know I'll watch the Buckeyes win either from my couch or from that stadium. So, same thing with Purdue. And, uh, yeah, we'll handle both of them. Michigan State after that too. It's also oh, a win man. for me. Yep. Easy. Both have us at eleven and zero right now. And finally, on the road, noon start, eleven twenty-seven twenty-one, Michigan at Ohio State, twelve o'clock mm. in Ann Arbor. How do you think that one goes? Uh, I think we're making a journey to Ann Arbor. I agree. And um. Yeah, that's a win for the Buckeyes. You know, we don't drop it in the game 8-0 in the last eight appearances, and uh, we own these. We, it may not have always been like that, but now we own Wolverine, so. And especially after last year, how they oh, had dodged to us. Oh, or, uh, had to cancel the game because yeah. they were scared to play us. They all the, uh, all the players that uh, remember that, all the players that were around last year, Yeah, they'll, they'll play with their hearts out for this one, even more than for a normal Michigan game. Yep, I agree. It'll be a big win. Even on the road, I think we'll handle business, leaving us 12-0 and 0 for both of us. I, I agree with that. I think we'll probably finish between 2-3 and three in the overall standings for the playoffs, but I don't see Bama. I also think Bama will win out. Now, one thing that is pretty big for Ohio State is a week one matchup between Clemson and Georgia. That's a week one game. That's going to be a big game. One of those teams is going to have an early week one loss. So that could be major for Ohio State. Because if one of those teams goes down already, that might just eliminate them from playoff contention with that 14 setup. Right. That's going to be a, that's going to be a big uh, 
big game for us to pay attention to. Usually you see those games later in the year that have playoff implications. But with the college football playoffs only having four teams, you know, any yep. game, any loss can keep you out. So that's big. That's going to be so a big one of those teams. Yeah. will uh, we'll that's have a an 730 advantage start. Over. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a good game. Start. Number five, Georgia. Number three, Clemson. I'd love to see Georgia pull that one out because I'm not. As I, I was just going to say, I, I do not like Dabo Sweeney in the slice. So, and another another big thing, too. 3.30 start on week one. Bama versus number 14, Miami. I think okay. Bama will ultimately win, but that could be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, that's going to so, be yeah. a good game as well. Bama will probably pull it out, but, you know, we could see some yeah. flaws in their game right away. Yeah, yeah you never know. All right. Well, I, th- I think we're pretty much set here. Yeah, I think Finished we got off through all everything. Predictions. Yep. All right. So, uh, all right. thank you guys for checking out episode one of the Buckeye Country podcast. Week we'll look to get on track to having weekly uploads. Sorry for the little delay. We had someone, Greg here, had uh, Corona actually, so he was out for a few days. But now we're all good, and we'll be many episodes in the future. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll yeah, come at Buckeye you guys Country. with a little. Oh my bad, Kenny. Make sure you go follow Kenny on TikTok at Buckeye Country, Instagram at Buckeye underscore Country underscore, yep. and then on Twitter at Kenny underscore Crawcheck. That's C R A W C Z Y K. Kenny underscore Crawcheck. Thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully, we'll be coming at you tomorrow night with maybe a short little recap of tomorrow's game. What do you think? Yeah, I don't. That that won't be a problem for me. I'll be there, so I'll I'll be firsthand on all the action. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week, Sunday night.